0: I am glad to Dracula Tipish, and I do not get many visitors. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Good morning, or should I say, buongiorno comestai. Okay, which of course means, good giorno everyone. <laughs> I am Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Valentine, the other one of the co-hosts. Nick, it's been a while. Oh my god, I have things in my mouth now. Yep. And they feel really teeth. weird. <laughs> teeth. You got teeth? I have more teeth than I started with two weeks ago. Like a shark. Like, I literally went in, they were like, okay Nick, so... We're going to have to do this to one tooth, but we're also going to need to do this to another tooth. And I went, wait a minute. I didn't sign up for any of this. What's going on? But now I have, you know, that guy from Barky who has like a million bones. You know I don't. Oh, I do know the bones guy. The bones guy. Yeah. (laughs) I am now that, but with teeth. Gross. Yeah. Uh, so, we remember how to run a podcast, and this is the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, where we are, of course, recapping and discussing Season 3 of Castlevania, produced by Whoa Warren Ellis. Oh no, didn't he get cancelled, like, this week? Did he? I think so. Oh, God. Let me check. I'm really bothered by cancel culture. That that term bothers me. You know what I mean, though, as shorthand. Yeah. Like, some shit. He just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, comics writer Warren Ellis responds to sexual coercion allegations. Sexual coercion? Accused of grooming young women for decades. Hmm, interesting. That's concerning, given the subject of our podcast for the next month or so, and the past couple of months. (laughs) Yeah, but we've also got Sam Dietz. Now, Sam Dietz, I doubt, has been sexually (laughs) grooming... Question mark? So this is something that I'm going to be thinking about over the next little while. Um, But, well, I mean, we've started recording today already, so we may as well just push through. (laughs) You're just going to be like, where do I stand on Warren Ellis and Sam Dietz? Well, I know where I stand on Warren Ellis now. Oh dear. um, But what if they're unfounded allegations? What if? Don't fucking step to (laughs) me with that, Nick. (laughs) Anyway, so... So, Castlevania? (laughs) Castlevania. Do you have any patrons today, Nick? Do we ever have patrons? Man, what a good segue into patrons. (laughs) (laughs) So today, completely, definitely not being accused of sexual group. You can't just say, oh my god, you're so bad at this. (laughs) You cannot just do that. (laughs) They're definitely not any bad person. Okay, we need to put a buffer of conversation in between between what you... (laughs) You cannot cannot link one of our valued patrons with that. Okay, we need to just have a quick conversation. I finished Control last night. Yeah, you finished Control. Control is a video game by Remedy, uh, Uh which uses... like full motion video, which are really cool. Yep. Yeah. And a patron who is a real remedy I, for the I'm last conversation. Oh, okay. I'm not finished. I'm talking about control. <laughs> and Alan Wake, which you know I'm a big Alan Wake stan. <laughs> just, just to anyone who's like, oh yeah, control. And then you're like, yes, I'm not finished talking about control. And Alan Wake. It's like, okay, what conspiracy So you know my boy Alan Wake, who of course fought the creature of the darkness in the well at Cauldron Lake and then wrote himself out of history to trap it in a. Fictional dimension. Yes. Well, uh, the Bureau from Control knows all about that. And oh. they're like, hmm, we know, we're know. never really sure what happened to Alan Wake. But maybe one day we'll figure it out. Control, DLC 2 coming like this or next month. I hope we'll find out. There's also this Finnish janitor named Artie, who I think maybe is the name of a Finnish god of the sea or something. A and Finnish he go- god of the yeah. sea. And when you Ooh. go... He goes on vacation like three quarters of the way through the game and you go down to the foundation of the oldest house, which is the huge building that it takes place in. Okay. And you go down to the foundation and then he gives you a uh, cassette tape that can get you through the ashtray maze by listening to the gods of Asgard rock band music, also featured in Alan Wake. Um, Okay. There's a lot and of things right happening. Right here. next to the spot where he gives you that is like a carving of Yggdrasil, the, uh, the tree, tree of, of life, life. Mm. which I think is also meant to represent the oldest house because that is like a huge, uh, endless structure which contains links to other realities. Okay, how does so that. It's like, it's like the modernized version of Yggdrasil. Okay, sure. Colossal office building. <laughs> Corrupted by capitalism. Yeah, I knew you were gonna you were gonna thread that <laughs> needle. Yep. Oh well, you know who else has not been corrupted by capitalism? Who? Stella Taylor. <laughs> Nails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that in. Is this? This is the ultimate podcast. After how long? Like literally it's been like, like a month. It's been like a month where our podcasts were like that's it. We're a fucking flaming <laughs> wreck. Jojo as well doesn't remember anything about anyone ever. All that's left is Stella Taylor and the pain. The pain of knowing that we're letting you down. Stella Taylor is what I would call like your so, firstborn. Not you know you know this cosmic horror. Yes. But like. Slice out the horror element of that and put in like rollicking techno vaporwave adventure. Fr- uh, whoa, 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 hold on. Vaporwave adventure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Do you mean like 80s? Hey. Like, neon-soaked, fabulous. Yeah, Cthulhu's coming back to the Earth. Let's Another punch him in the watch. fucking face. Yes. I'm Stella Taylor. I'm 16 years old. Star hero. <laughs> You're just like... Because of, you know, Stella, like, yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. you need to be, like, a high schooler who's, like, the son of a god. Basically Guardians of the Galaxy style. I think just kind of my but, own thing, you know? Yeah, but, like, over the top, totally more so. Yeah. Where Cthulhu... Oh, <gasps> Azathoth. You just have Azul, I really don't give a shit. The, the big hole in the universe where you're like, I'm going to punch a hole in that big hole in the universe. Exactly. Yeah, that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Stella Taylor. Stella Taylor, you're the hero we need and want right now. Stella Taylor, wanderer of the infinite corridor. More on that later. <laughs> so. So. Castlevania. Castlevania. We open. We open on shots of the Trevor and Cypher dolls in Alucard's kitchen as Taka and Sumi are looking at them like, huh, cool dolls. And Alucard's like, don't look at those. Don't. Those dolls of my old friends. When you've left, I'll make dolls of you too. (laughs) Don't look at my shame. He becomes like a slightly less creepy version of uh, Darby the Younger. (laughs) His doll (laughs) cabinet. He's just making dolls and being like, but they're just keepsakes. Yeah, he doesn't have souls, and they're not soul dolls. They're just regular dolls. Yeah. What happened to the people that lost? Where did their souls go? Into the dolls. So. So the souls aren't in the dolls, but they are in the dolls. What? Oh, no, you're talking about these dolls. Wait, hang on, you're losing me. You're saying dolls too many times. Okay, younger Darby had the souls in the dolls. Yes, he took the souls that he won through video games and put them in dolls. But the souls... He's kind of got too much going on in terms of, like, nerd stuff. Yeah, but the souls in the dolls... He's a doll collector, he loves video games, he's a flying butler. Yeah, why is he flying? fun jojos um kenny g was using his stantenna antenna sacks to create illusions in the uh in the dio's castle and he was yeah. like you know what make me fly man that'll be cool we'll do a cool entrance <laughs> um anyway so so the so the dolls the dolls tucker and sumi are looking at the dolls yes alaka's dolls don't have souls in them no they're just dolls they're just dolls of his friends. They're just dolls. They're real, ah, real dolls. <laughs> Don't worry, they're just, they're just dolls, okay? They're not and weird. I can't, like, wine. Uh, yes, and the guy's like, wine? and let's all have wine. Sure, let's have let's have some wine. Yes, we're Tucker and Sumi. We can't refuse a dampier from his wine, who's about to teach us things. Sure. <laughs> yep. They talk a bit about, like, re- basically recap the other seasons in vague terms, like, oh, yes, there was a great battle here. And also, Cypher, that doll over there, broke the mechanism of the castle with her magics. Hmm. Oh, I watched, um, we were talking about the word magics and like ma- magic with a K I was going to bring a it up, while but back. yeah. I watched Cavendish on um, SBS On Demand recently, which is a Canadian, uh, very, very, very light horror comedy. Okay. So like the horror elements are just like a sprinkling. Yeah. So like in one of these, Just to accentuate. Yeah, yeah. And in one of them, it's about witches and they go to like the, the witch shop in town. Like, you know, there was like a new agey witch shop. Is this going to be a pun? No, but it's um, it's called Dark... D-A-R-C, magic, (laughs) (laughs) M-A-G-I-K. That's good, right? Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, man, I want more of that. I want more of that content in my life. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Cavendish. Hmm. There's a lot of Anne of Green Gables content in it, because apparently that's where it was set. (laughs) Weird, okay. You know Anne of Green Gables? Vaguely. Anne with an E. How many more names in that show have, like superfluous letters like, that's a name or like or like flipped around things or like you is know well i mean if it's got dark magic with a k and you've got and with an e can you have like tobias with a z and like tobias <laughs> hi i'm tobias coming soon to jojo's world patreon rpg why is he fucking why is he a star wars character i don't know Hey, Tobias. Tobias, I would like one quarter portion, please. <laughs> you don't get no quarter portion. I was thinking recently, uh, a this dangerous pastime. This is a dark place. You know how Jar Jar Binks in Star Wars episode one, The Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. is like he was banished because he was clumsy. You say Boondagasser, uh, I crash, say crash, tomato. Cra- <laughs> potato, Popobosh, <laughs> uh, achar, 1999, uh, Ah uh, he's like you say Boondagasser, i crashed the boss's hay bleaver yep. now i'm banished Yep Hay do we think that's a vehicle or a party because I always thought vehicle. But if he's yeah. like Jar Jar Binks crashing like the big exclusive party. Couple of bottles of Gungan wine in each hand. I Just, like that. I'm hey, into that. Yeah, coming to party. Yeah, yeah. No Jar Jar, you are banished. Hey, Jar Jar can't be banished if Jar Jar and Jar Jar no more. Jar Jar party boy. And then they chuck him in irons and throw him into the ocean. Jar's gonna have his own fucking party. Yeah. I don't know why I'm. I like that like <laughs> a lot more than just him like joyriding the boss's like yeah. special submarine or whatever. Oh dear. So tell me about this vampire show. Well, you remember Cho? You remember Cho from season two? At the time, she had laryngitis and a bad back, so she didn't really say or do anything. (laughs) She was the Japanese one with all the... Or or Chinese one or... Well, we know now Japanese. Yeah, Japanese one with... We were very ignorantly being like, oh, she looks like she's maybe Chinese or Japanese. Some origin somewhere. Uh, So she's a Japanese... You know, the one that turns into mist? Yeah. The one that got frozen and fucked up. We all lived in her secret fortress, Sumi says. Mm. Trapped in her secret fortress. It's very much like uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Mm. There's a secret mountain fortress in Japan where supernatural things occur. Ah, where shadows die. Twice. Twice. Which is theoretically impossible and yet the possible. Is everywhere. We were given to Cho's hidden court as children. That's a cool line, hidden court. I'm into that. <laughs> would would you do you want a hidden court Liam? No. Why wouldn't you want a hidden court? Too much pressure, man. <laughs> You're all watching. Just leave me with my my cosmic beat farm. <laughs> your cosmic beat farm. Yeah, I'm down here. I'm just you know. You got your chopping woods. Oh, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Cthulhu. Let me get my frog. <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) Really really spinning some lore today. We're going to have a deep JoJo's lore by the end of this show, aren't we? (laughs) It amused Cho to have a human honor guard, and we had to be part of that. And every now and then, she would let like a single human vampire hunter through to face in single combat for her own amusement. And there's this samurai guy and no one talks in this scene. So I'm sure it was very easy to, uh, to, <laughs> to not have to pay any voice actors yeah. and also do any lip syncing. So it's an okay fight scene where Cho just plays with him more or less. Toying with her food. Yeah. And like he, he starts like they do very stereotypical, like samurai bow before the fight stuff and, and, mm. And he's in his big armour, which gradually gets chipped and chipped away. And she's like dancing around him and like striking literal dance poses at times. Yeah. And she's literally just toying with him. And it opens up like the side slat walls and all the humans are there and they have to watch. Uh, All the vampires, I assume, if they're vampires, are like holding back. The honor guard. Yeah, they're like the lesser vampires. You know, like mm. the um the nameless faceless warriors that both Dracula and Kamila, Kamila had. <laughs> Everyone's got them. I love that they all have their own uniforms as well. You know, why yeah. would you ever want... Like, I mean, that that's kind of real though, you know? Like mm. you, when you're a noble, you dress your forces in your house colours or true. whatever. That's true. Except here it's just so much more extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're like, well, I know I'm a Japanese vampire, so I'm going to have Japanese war garb, like samurai garb. You know, instead of the usual vampire garb, I guess. But hey... This is cool. Yeah. I like it. And then eventually, you know, she disarms him and he's going to commit seppuku, but she denies him that. Oh, oh And then she bites no his neck. On her death. I think it would, it, it's not explicitly said, but I think it would be really mm. cool. And we also don't really know much about how vampires are made in this show, mm. but I think it'd be really cool if she just like, turned him. everyone that she did, that she allowed to fight in this way, if they did well, she turned them. Mm. And thus perpetuated their dishonourable, because they wouldn't be able to kill, well, yes, they could. They would be her themselves. thralls or whatever, you yeah. know? Although you know we're talking about making someone your undead thrall, that didn't really work out for the guy who made Carmilla. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean you could turn them into night creatures. Oh, maybe. she also did that cool, the cool um, samurai movie thing where you clap your hands and you catch the um, catch the katana and then snapped it in twain. Mark Twain. Oh. So good. Mark Twain, of course, got his name for how he's known for catching and snapping <laughs> swords. You know, renowned samurai Mark Twain. <laughs> that's not nothing. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Mark Twain, isn't, isn't the guy who travelled from, like, Ireland and became a samurai? The guy that Neo based Oh, Mio's the guy from Mio. Up, yeah, yeah, that guy. That's not Mark Twain. No, no, no. But isn't his <laughs> name, like, Mark? It's like Miles or Edward or something like that. Yeah, Miles Edward. He's got nine yeah, tails. Yeah, I was surprised to learn that that... Game is loosely based on historical events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they um when they travel across the seas, there was actually a giant blob that attacked them. <laughs> I haven't played much of it. <laughs> I just know there's yokai and oni and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. there's so many yokai, dude. There's there's literally an entire segment where they they're like just sitting in a castle talking to one another and like. Just random fairy just shows up and they're like, hmm. "Hmm, well, I know that you're not a real dude." And they're like, "How dare you? Our emperor is a real dude." Like, yeah, I know, but I mean, he's not the real emperor. And then some other guy's oh. like, "Well done. I see you're also a attuned to the yokai." You it's passed like, what? my yokai test. Is this? <laughs> so here's my based problem. <laughs> I want to play that game. Yeah, but be- and and this is entirely my own baggage. Uh huh. I feel like because it looks. Enough like Sekiro. I'm mm. gonna expect cool parrying and it's not in the game. There is a lot of parrying. Is but is there Sekiro cool parrying? Kind of, I think. If I remember it right, kind of. But that is not the reason I hate that fucking game. Neo or Sekiro? Neo. Neo, I hate because it's inventory management. Oh, yes, there's a lot of rolls and, and I hate it. drops. And I hate it. What about Neo Automata? Is that anything? Um, <laughs> it's got good samurai booty, but you know, we spent every day studying her every weakness and reading her books and waiting for our chance to strike. And then she left. And then she died. Cho, that is not to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she left. And they were like, "Well, well, let's kill the other these other guys." So they decide, "Let's kill uh, the other vamps." And they do it with great ease. Because they, they've been studying their weaknesses, yep, just, which like, is stabbing them in the heart with knives. Apparently, yeah. we just shoot them and then they die. That's mm-hmm. it. Lesser vampires, I guess. You know, mm, even, easier, even lesser than Godbrand. Yeah. So they murder a shit ton of vampires. We freed everyone, but we knew that the freedom would be short-lived. For if Cho returned, she would crack down on us. But if she didn't return, another big vampire would move in on her secret lands. So they ran away to, to Alicard to, to. I thought there was like to find Cho. And be like, let's just find her and murder her, so that we, we need, need a friend, Alucard, a friend who can teach us to fight monsters. Well, I'm Alucard, and maybe I'll just teach you to fight monsters. Maybe a little magic. <laughs> I like that. Side. we need a friend, a friend who teaches us to fight monsters. I'll teach you how to fight monsters. What? What about? What about the first bit? No, this week not. on Sex in the Citadel. <laughs> so we've got Striga and Morana sitting atop the tallest tower. And they're all like, oh, how good it is to be vampires. How good it is to be vampires and so in love with each other. We have more characterization than all of the non-God brand vampires from last <laughs> season put together. <laughs> it's like we learned from our mistakes, but now the characterization is a little bit ham-fisted now. <laughs> uh, this was a fine scene. It was fine. I are just... talking like, Streak is very cynical about Carmilla's big ideas being mm. like, she just comes in and like, Says, like, this is what I want, and we have to work out all fine details. Mm. But it's just, like, it's so, like, here, have your characterization kind of dialogue, <laughs> you know? Where, like, you're sitting there, it's it like... It is a bit. It's like someone literally saying, oh, doesn't that character act in this way? Yes, they do act in that way. That is consistent with how they've acted in the past. And it's Vampires like, and sisters, I have a scheme. Mm. So they're all like, oh... Isn't it great to be here? Haven't you enjoyed being here with all the other vampires? In love, under the stars. And they're all like, it is being nice being in love, but like, this is a crazy idea that Carmilla has. Yeah, like, how would we do it? Would we like build a big fence and put all the humans in it? Nah, 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 nah. You just, you, you pen the towns and then you patrol the borders. Mm. And then I think Miranda's like, yes. And then we could think of it as like our, an empire. Our empire, yes. Rather than a bunch of cities and borders right mm. it, it would be an imperial army that you would oh, be commanding or a vampirial army <laughs> how long have you been sitting on that Liam? I thought of it last night <laughs> <laughs> I'll capture to that one <laughs> see I like that every single other one I, I, I have good ideas and this one you're like it was last night. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> um, yeah. So they they they're like really tempted at the fact they're gonna have an imperial army. Yeah, we're gonna do this. Vampires and sisters. It has so much. It's we're gonna, gonna be have so good. So many vampires. Oh. So many sisters. So many humans. Bit of brief exposition about Carmilla still having nightmares about the years as. Uh, the slave of the vampire who turned her mm. and then she killed him and it's like, yes, and now we are in charge. Big scheme. Big dream. Ha ha ha. We're in love. <laughs> we are so in love. Uh, and then they're all like, yeah, we're going to we're gonna make this Imperial Army. It's going to be so good. They, they talk about this for a very long time. Mm-hmm. They talk about an Imperial... They talk this... about logistics. Yeah, and how it's like, you would just have to do this. And it's like, okay, okay. I don't care about logistics. I just care about action. Yeah. <laughs> I just care about moving the plot along. I don't know if you've noticed this about me Liam. Streaker doesn't seem plot. to like Carmilla very much. She's quite, quite cynical about her. Well yeah cause she just fucking comes in with her ideas. She's like oh I have a scheme. The horrible bitch gets in our heads and inspires us to make her madness work. I mean, that just sounds like a good thing. That was alright accent work. That was like, that was, you know, I'm not a great accent guy. I'll cop to that. But that was the, okay. That upper, was a good imitation, Upper, upper, invitation. upper, yeah. upper okay. end yeah, of my right. work, yeah, 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 I'd, okay. say. <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, it's, it's acceptable. It's acceptable. Yeah, okay. I don't know if you can get away with it in this club but you <laughs> know, it's acceptable. <laughs> and they stand up and they scream at the sky about schemes. <laughs> and they're just like, Schemes! We can do it at last! It's the same thing we do every night, Strega. Try to take over the world. Ha <laughs> ha! Ah, uh, we're vampires. Saint Germain is walking through the town. <gasps> that glorious now, bastard. it occurred to me while we were watching today. Mm-hmm. Saint Germain. Yes. And maybe this is just the, uh, this is either I haven't noticed it till now because of Jojo's, or I'm only noticing it now because of Jojo's. Yes. He's kind of weirdly buff. Did you have you noticed? What do you mean weirdly like buff? Like his shoulders are so broad. Yeah, because he's wearing a coat. Yeah, but even without the coat. We've never seen him without that coat. Exactly. Oh. So buff. He's been training for this moment. <laughs> oh, man. Can, can you imagine if we get to, like, the climax of the season and whoomph, yeah, whoomph, and he's shredded. Yak is a back tattoo. Like, cursed knuckle duster for <laughs> punching vampires. And just Bill Nye's voice. Now, I didn't want to fuck this place up. <laughs> it appears I have to get my hands dirty today. crack knuckle. Crack knuckle. <laughs> And you are all filthy fucking mortals. Oh my god, that would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I'd be down for that. I'd so be down for that. I'm gonna go home and play Yakuza now. Yeah, hell yeah. And just pretend it's Saint Germain. Time to play the game. Be masterly, young man. Hello, Sala. I'm here to read the books. Ah, I see you're here to read the books. Thank you so much for this insight into your fascinating new philosophy. Yes, we are... Very insightful regarding philosophy. Please stop fucking patronising me, <laughs> Sala. I may look and speak like a crazy madman, but I'm actually pretty normal. I'm just like a guy, you know. <laughs> did you mean to say Saint Germain? What did I say, S- prior Sala. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> just, I always do that. So many times when I'm editing this, when I'm editing this podcast, I, I listen back and I'm like, oh, I said the name of the person I was pretending to speak as, then instead of the person they were speaking to. Shit. <laughs> That happens like once every two weeks, I swear. Can I keep correcting you and just be like this, guy? Absolutely. It's the only way I'll learn. I don't know if you ever learn, Liam. <laughs> so Sal Sala's like, stop patronising me, Pri- uh, St. Germain. I'm just like... I'm a guy. I'm not a fucking child. I'm Come on. a big creepy monk. You see this I'm armband? Respusing. You see this armband? That means I'm smart. Yeah. So fuck you. Everyone who wears an armband is smart. St. Germain revealing his own armband. Yes. We are smart. He goes in and like the place is big and creepy. There's like a guy rocking himself back and forth in the in, in the, the pews. pews. There's a bloodstained window, bloodstained footprints and a big mountain of shit. Uh, there's a pile, like a literal pile of books. Big carving on the wall of what we later learn is the alchemical symbol for sulfur, which was also associations hell. with hell and it's also the symbol on all their armbands yeah and it's like an infinity sign with like a double cross coming out of the top oh. for those of you who don't know. Oh, I thought, um, the only way I remember it is from, uh, the Naya 2004-ish game, Blood Rain. Oh, the vampire game. Yes. (laughs) Which also had that symbol plastered on it fucking everywhere. Really? Um, And I'm pretty sure, you know what? I'll check it afterwards. But I'm pretty sure literally the entire point of that was just, hey, it's a, it's a cool looking symbol. Does it have any use? Nah, probably not. But it's a cool looking symbol. And that was it. (laughs) Just to be cool and edgy. So Saint-Germain's all like, hmm, it's not, it's not really nice in here, but you know, it's quaint. I'm a little disappointed mm. because there is a huge upside down crucified beast in here. Yeah. And I feel like it was very casually revealed, you know? Saint-Germain's like, oh, it's crooked. No, isn't that meant to be um the... The, the, the werewolf the, they hacked the, in the, the other day or whatever? The, the normal crucifix. Like Jesus would be there. Yeah, Jesus is there, right? No, it's like a big beastie talking about no it's just normal jesus maybe you're right yeah it's normal jesus but it's upside down yeah because that's i mistook the the crown of thorns there for like tentacle face oh liam never mistake face are you saying that jesus and really in this day and age it's not acceptable to wear beast face (laughs) are we gonna get away with that joke are we that's fine okay all right sure um, yeah, so they got a big upside down crucifix with mm-hmm. Jesus emblazoned upon it as usual in yeah. a church. But it's upside down. It sounds like the visitor knocked it askew. <laughs> and they keep talking about the visitor. Just, you know, as if it was just a guy. Which is, of course, the big... Uh, the big luminous l- entity. Luminous. That's the perfect word for yeah, it. Uh, that lit up their lives. And their um, minds. Brightened up their Eyes day. Eyes on the inside. Uh, etc. <laughs> And now they're all like, now we see. This is part of the library. You can start here. And big, just like big pile of books on the ground. And uh, Saint-Germain's all like, oh, it's not sorted at all. In the grand scheme of things, they no longer seem necessary, but you persuaded me. And then Saint-Germain's like, hey, yep, look at this symbol for sulphur here. Do you guys know what it means? No, it's the symbol for (gasps) sulphur, but also hell. Oh, Oh. we just thought it was the symbol of the visitor, which it gave to us. I guess you are smart after all, (laughs) Saint-Germain. We had some reservations, but you sure are impressive. And Saint-Germain's all like, yep, I'm smart. Mm-hmm. so um I'll, I'll get to my work then shall I and and what's his name Priya Sala mm-hmm. is all like yeah that's great get to your work one more thing just one more thing he goes all Columbo on him <laughs> just, just say, one more thing did you murder him <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the grandpa from Jackie Chan Adventures ah uh, one more thing one more thing uh, I think you'll find his name was Uncle sorry Uncle yep um, god that show was good I literally okay so one of our friends was like you remember Jackie Chan Adventures Hell I yeah like, I, We were talking about this On the podcast Some weeks ago <laughs> The talismans uh, And we watched The first episode again It holds yeah. the fuck up Jackie Chan Archaeologist Slash antique seller It's just Jade Chan There to bring a hip Young American perspective There's oh, oddly good choreography Even though no one is fighting So yeah. they really speed it up For really, you Really like, oh. really leans into um, Clumsy yet competent Jackie Chan Yeah And yet somehow He's always getting himself Into trouble But Such he's scr- great. But he's oh. always getting the job done. Let he's me think what of the us. talismans were uh, Rooster makes you levitate. Yeah. Pig was heat vision. Yeah. Uh, tiger split you into good and evil selves. Yep. Ox strength. Yep. Rabbit speed. Yep. Um, I don't know if these are any Any of these are correct. Uh, but rat. It's all the Chinese zodiac. Rat was something. hmm. Maybe like invisibility. Yep. I, I could believe that. Sheep was something. Uh, fluffy hair. Um. uh, immense strength in the face of adversity yeah dragon was like dragon powers (laughs) just fire (laughs) just big fire Mm -hmm. cool yeah it's a good fucking show and then so there was the big demon they fought for like the first two seasons and then there was the cool third season afterwards where they just like went on random adventures for a while (laughs) and there was a really cool episode with a um a a a a Chinese chi vampire a chi vampire yeah a chi vampire I do not remember this it was cool Shit, that's rad. Anyway, Surprise so Silas, all like, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Don't leave the hall. You are allowed here and only here. Nowhere else, all right? Nowhere else. I will go nowhere else for now. <laughs> and Surprise Silas, all like, did I fucking stutter? <laughs> anyway, off to go do creepy things over here. Uh, it's is it within the hall? No, it's not within the hall, which you are only allowed to stay in. Goodbye. And then sentiments are like, right, well better get reading I suppose and there's a, I love this transition so it's sala reading with his face lit by the nearby window mm-hmm. and then we see Trevor and Cypher just walk past the window <laughs> <laughs> and then and then we're looking from their perspective looking in but they're yeah. not looking in even though they're scoping the place out they're just walking around the exterior not looking at any windows yeah they're not actually looking inside at all they're just like hmm this is an odd place odd mud everywhere mm. cypher's all uh, oh trevor you look like a burglar and trevor especially like i am a burglar cypher i don't know if you've noticed this but over the years i've stolen many a thing everyone fucking hates me i roll into town i steal some food maybe i kill a dracula or two i go <laughs> away and cypher's all like well we, that's we fine, could just but... ask yeah so Cypher waits for a passing monk. And there's this guy. He's just... He's normal looking. <laughs> sure! <laughs> so his head is about one-fifth the size of the width of his shoulders. He's like wearing David Byrne's big suit. He's got a massive scar on his face. He's missing... He's got one of those like... He's not not a missing eye, but you know when one of your eyes is just like... White and void. Yeah. Yeah. What do you call that? Um, White eye. Sure. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. And Cypher's like, hello! Cypher's just like... a. Pr- A cheery young This is the approach I take with like 90% of my D&D characters when I'm caught somewhere I shouldn't be. (laughs) Oh, why hello there. How are you today? You need to fuck off. (laughs) Oh, is this the church? I'm so interested in the church. I have so many questions. Please leave. Please fuck off. We are visitors to your town. There was only the one visitor. Yes. Well, about that visitor. Uh, And Cypher begins interrogating. Me and my idiot servant here and I were curious about the... She's really leaning hard on the... You know uh, how I keep saying it's a toxic relationship? (laughs) Like, nothing in these episodes has convinced me otherwise. (laughs) Interesting armband. We protect this place. You must leave. And then, like, more and more monks gather around them. Trevor's all like, hmm. The townsfolk know to stay away. You are new to the town, so we will give you this one warning. Stay away. Um, they notice there's more and more monks showing up. Cypher, I think, is like, well... Let's go. All right, we'll leave. Trevor, have your whip ready. And then she turns around and is like, uh... By the way, I can... I'm a speaker, and I know when people are hiding knives beneath their robes, asshole. And the, uh, the scarred monk is all like... (gasps) Goes to reach for his knife, which... Oddly near yeah. his crotch. Ciphers you know. like next, you'll say, "Why do I have? Well, how did you know I had a knife? How did you know I?" <gasps> Joseph Joestar did that with the um the the mob man with the knuckle dusters. Remember what the mob man with the knuckle dusters? Yeah. What 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 did he say? He was like, "Next, you'll reach for your knuckle dusters and wonder where they've gone." And he's like, "Where have my knuckle dusters gone?" And ba uh yeah, so Cypher's all like, yeah, that's right. Trevor flashes his whip. So you guys can go get fucked. Like and then they maybe it wasn't leave. a good idea to make them angry. Ah, but people who are who are quiet and confident go about their business efficiently, people who are nervous make mistakes, and I would rather they make mistakes. Cypher has become like such a fucking agent of chaos since embracing mm, the Monster Hunter life. I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. <laughs> Cypher has evolved into, okay, the only way to get in life. Is to fuck with other people. <laughs> Judge is watching nearby and he's eating an apple and it is the icon that Netflix keeps showing me for this season, the pose he's in. <laughs> well, no, the one I keep getting is fucking Lenore with the apple. That too. And yeah. then we transition to Lenore eating an apple after this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's just eating an apple and he's like, why, uh, why are you two here? Hey, hey, idiots. If I thought I could just go up and gallop at the monks, I would have done that already. And Cipher's all like... A lot of magic in there. There's some bullshit going on in there. And the judge is like, there's what? <laughs> bullshit? In my town? No! The only bullshit in my town should be the shit that we smear on our weapons to fight hell creatures. <laughs> uh, so then we hard cut to sex and the slavery. <laughs> sure. Uh, so sure. Hector is... That sounds bad. <laughs> sounds real bad. <laughs> So Hector's stuck, still locked away in the dungeon. He's got a sheet now, at least. Oh, the humanity. (laughs) Oh, the humanity. (laughs) So finally, they treat him with some fucking dignity. Lenore's like, got a big apple here. I've got a question for you. And Hector's all like, oh fuck "Fuck off. Like, there is no way I am talking to you after last time. I know Carmilla just wants me to devil forge things for her. Stop pretending that you, like, like... Me or something. Lenora's like, like, yeah, no, that's not how this works. See, I don't like you, Hector. That's the <laughs> she secret. doesn't say that. Oh, she, okay, said, sorry. she says in this very scene, she does yeah, like talking yeah. with him. Okay, she, so she's she, all she's like, like okay, she cops look. to it. Like, yeah, Camilla just just does what waterf- a water but here's master. the thing. What do you want, Hector? Yeah, look, here's an apple. Look, this is a back and forth agreement, right? Mm. See. Let's talk about Dracula. So they go back and forth and they talk about Dracula. And it's a very long conversation like, that boils down to... Hector never really talked with Dracula. About the terms of the he contract. He made a lot of assumptions and, and he was what? helping his friend. But he assumed he would be left to run freely and he assumed that maybe he would get a nice house. It's like, what's ha- it's like what happened with Jojo's World where we made all these agreements with each other and it all worked out for the best. But yeah. what if it didn't? <laughs> That's where Hector is right now. Hector is like, I would like some shoes. So here's my here's my beef. Yeah? I'm Hector. Uh-huh. I'm in a cell. Mm-hmm. I've got a blanket. I've got an apple. Got yeah. no shoes. Yeah. I think my priority is pants first. No, you've got a blanket. Yeah, that's right. Nick <laughs> with his fucking cold logic. I'd rather in. have some pants. You would rather have pants over shoes. Yeah, because wearing shoes without pants is a weird look. Yeah, but in a dungeon cell. Although I suppose I can fashion the blanket into like a crude skirt. Yeah, the etiquette a is sarong. very different. Got my sarong, <laughs> got my boots, got my devil forging abs. What about a, a I'm nice... ready to hit the town. A delicious Jedi robe. What about that? I keep going to do the, um, sec- what I think is the Second the City theme, yeah. but it's not. It's the 30 Rock theme. Oh, ba da ba but, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yep, that one. <laughs> what's, the, what's the Sex in the City? I don't theme? know. But in my mind, when I think of it, I think of the 30 Rock theme, because I guess New York. For some reason, in my head, it's now just Vampire Killer from Castlevania. <laughs> so, you <Yeah>, know that tracks, <laughs> so Someone like, should edit that together. Someone should just make the Sex in the City theme, but then. Oh my god, Nick, I just reminded myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I encountered this thing on Twitter this morning. It's called Sex in the City <laughs> Vampire <laughs> Killers. That would be good. <laughs> Oh, you're such a Chris. Sorry. Oh, you're such a Trevor. Such a Treffy. <laughs> um, I'm just pulling it up. It's a a particular, and I'll probably drop an example of this into the it's a niche joke into the into the episode. Yeah. But I feel like you you liking music and liking video games. This will be right up your alley. Go on. You you definitely have my attention. So. um... Soundcirclet, or Dante, on Twitter, mm-hmm. recently tweeted... Um, Very different names, yeah. For the last few months, I have been obsessed with this phrase I call the Mitsuda Lick, a specific melodic phrase that you can hear all over video game music, but is notably known for being the main melody of Secret of the Forest. I've put together this demonstration of my findings, and I'll drop it in here if I can get okay. it downloaded. Yeah, it's everywhere. So, the origins <laughs> that of that... last one, that Metal Gear Solid yeah, 5 one, that y- really face cinched with it. <laughs> that fucking cinched it. So that's actually like... You know why it's so common? Why? Because it was in fucking Chrono Trigger. Right. And everyone, everyone rips wants on to be Chrono, chrono trigger. trigger. Oh, of course. It's probably in fucking Dragon Quest as probably, well. yeah. But it's like one of those like musical motifs it's, that's like it's that um mm. it's, it sounds really good it's that it's that, dan, it's that descending dan, dan, extended note with those two quick ones in the middle yeah to break it up you know what the worst part is what I can think of another place that it's in oh yeah it's in uh Fancy Star Online we all remember there's, that game <laughs> there's like one that's called like The Forest or something where it's like. But later, a melody comes in that's literally like. It is quite an evocative little is. noise, too. Well, I mean, it's literally what? Like, it'll be one, seven, sorry. Not one. Seven. I'm not going to be able to verify this. So you could say anything. It'll it'll be like one seven two one or something like that, where it's like there's no there's no necessary like tension happening. There's no resolution, but it's like there's movement, you know? Mm. Or it's like I'm in this new fantasy town and it's dusk. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know enough about music. It speaks Man. of dusk to me. <laughs> does that make sense? It does. It does speak of dusk. But like a um like a dusk with fireflies. Ooh, it's like a, a scene in a Final Fantasy game where they're sitting down, being like, "Do you remember when, when they we were sitting young? down, being like, ha 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 ha? You remember that scene? No, 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 like no. Fantasy Ten, the scene where they laugh. Oh, no. Okay, there's this scene where, where um, oh, what's his name? Titus, Titus, and Yuna, Yumi, Yumi? Y- Yuki. No, not you, that. Know. you know, you know, you know, you know. You know. You know. <laughs> now we know. <laughs> <laughs> where where they like The scene gets a lot of shit For the laughter being like really fake But ah. I think it overlooks the fact that Within the fiction They are like deliberately forcing themselves to laugh Oh is this like um that one scene In the Final Fantasy 7 remake <laughs> Couldn't tell you Where uh, This is like one of the only bits I've seen The only thing the I know about Final Fantasy 7 remake Is the bit where Tifa hits Not Tifa Where Aerith hits someone with a chair <laughs> Because okay. people edited it into like the um the shot from The Simpsons where Homer's in the path <laughs> and Barb <laughs> hits him with a chair. Beautiful. No, um, I know there's a bit where uh they're they're talking about like head of Shinra or something, and then Aerith does this really weird laugh. So I saw the, uh-huh. it was sort of like a <laughs> oh. and it's like the voice actress watched that bit, like the voice actress for Aerith watched that bit, and immediately was like, fuck! And paused the video. It was like, <laughs> let me tell you why it sounds so fucked up. <laughs> Just seeing that it got in the game in the first place for me is ridiculous. Because we spent like three hours going, no, no. We need like a like a horse whinny mixed with like a, a laugh Christ. of like this demon boss guy. But it can't be the same as the Japanese track. And we need you to do it like weird. And she was like... <laughs> Okay, and like the Japanese directors in the back being like, mm, yeah, mm. can we have more Winnie, please? More, more Winnie." And she was like, "No, no, 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 too much Winnie, too much. Come on, take, bring it back. Okay. L- more Winnie, more, more whimsy, less Winnie." Ha 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 No, 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 no. You, no. You've got it completely wrong. So yeah, apparently that that laugh. We're just going to talk about laugh tracks now, aren't we? Sound effects, laugh yeah. tracks. So we've got Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I really, really... So everyone hates Final Fantasy X and more importantly X too, but I really, really like them, how stupid they are. Oh, man. There's nothing wrong with Blitzball, okay? Nothing wrong with a good bit of Blitzball. <laughs> anyway, so Lenore's sitting yeah. there with an apple. And she's like, "I th- Hector's all, uh, I thought Dracula was just going to pen in the humans and like humanely feed on them. And Lenore's like, well, that's what we're going to do. Planting that seed... I mean, that's literally what Carmilla's planning right now. And Hector's like, fuck off. (laughs) That's not what you're planning. It's like, it is what we're planning. It totally is. I wouldn't lie to you. I'm Lenore. Look... If I was going to lie to you, that would make no sense. Because we need you, Hector. And also, I'm not really interested in, like, build it, be, being your friend, Hector. This is just commerce, you know? You know, you give me something, I give you something. Yeah. I give you a blanket, you give me an army of troops. Yeah. It's all one That's capitalism. One. No, it's commerce. <laughs> capitalism is far, far more complex. And she's like, great, so I've planted that seed in you, Hector. Gonna go now. Uh, maybe I'll get you some shoes. And Hector's all like, huh, that would be nice having shoes. And man, I can relate to Hector. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Imagine being in a system where you're trapped, locked, if you will, into a certain state of wealth. And you just, the only thing you really want at that point is like, man, I wish I just had, like, access to shoes. And some rich motherfucker comes on down with their fucking apple oh, and is like... This is just like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Phantom Blood, episode one, Dio the Invader. Oh, Dio. All Dio wanted was a nice pair of shoes. And JoJo was there being like, oh, I'm feeding grapes to my dog. <laughs> it's gonna die, but I can just get another one. And, uh... Dio's is just looking at him like you fucking. Cuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! So we're anyway. watching a lot of Phantom Blood dub clips recently. Oh, good stuff. I mean, yeah, the guy who voices Vash the Stampede, who also I found out voices you in the Persona Four anime. Me? Yes, you. <laughs> Persona Four man. Yeah, he's a fu- he's a fucking fantastic voice actor. Who does he play in JoJo? Uh, he plays Jonathan Joestar. Ah, yes. He also played someone else that I encountered recently. The Black Power Ranger. No, not who I was thinking of. <laughs> oh gosh, what's is it this? the Black Power? Or it's is gonna... it the kid from Cook? I'm sorry, I have to look it up. It's going to bug me now. Maybe it's the kid from Cook. What's Cook? You know, the Steven Spielberg, Peter Pan. You mean Hook? Sorry, Hook. And it, do you mean the guy who plays Rufio? The guy with the, the big red hair. Yeah, Bangarang. Yeah, that's not him. <laughs> it's not him. No, it's not him. <laughs> then it's the Black Power Ranger. <laughs> but that guy got really into Homestuck at one point and made a Homestuck rap. Seriously? Yeah. <gasps> what a fucking guy. John Nathan Dub. Is it subtitled or dubbed? Hey, uh, I think it's Diode there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you sure just owned me, Nick. <laughs> ben Diskin. Are we gonna get away with any of this episode? <laughs> oh. Ben Diskin. Ben Ben Dixon. He's in bl- Diskin. Dick- Diskin. Disk like a disk. Yeah. He's in, he's in Blood Plus. Hey, blood, blood, he's in Beyblade Burst Raz. He's in fucking stars. As Jack, I don't remember who that is. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing this. Hey, hey, who else they fucking? Star Wars Rebels as Tar Pilot One. Oh shit! Hey, who are they fucking in? <laughs> You're not <can laughs> even try to say <laughs> something, dude. Have you? It's like fucking the Hot Fuzz. What's his name? Um, uh, I don't know his name. Yeah, <laughs> but, exactly, because yeah. he talks like that. But everyone, everyone, who's seen Hot Fuzz knows. Yeah. Hey who is that? He says he's going down to the pub. BlazBlue. He was in Digimon? Digital Monsters. Oh, dude. Sonic Boom. Rise of Lyric. Hello? He's in... He's pneumococcus in Cells at Work. Will we ever watch Cells at Work? I hope so. He's in Boruto. He's in fucking... He's in everything. One Punch Man. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Joseph oh, Joestar. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Not... You were thinking Joseph Joestar. Well, inconclusive. The end. <laughs> What a satisfying arc of this podcast. Let's keep moving. It's almost been an hour. Oh my God. Okay. So Hector's all like, you say it's commerce, but I'm trapped in a fucking dungeon. And Lenore's like, that's why I'm asking you what you want. Lenore's like, you'll come round. Meanwhile, Isaac's magical mystery murder tour continues. Also, don't forget Lenore's like, you know, I quite like talking to you, Hector. Be a shame if I had to kill you. Isaac gets off the boat. Boat captain is like, later, hater. He just wordlessly waves and then they just sail the boat off. And then there's like, all of a sudden, there's like a hundred troops ready to go before they even get off the jetty. You shall not enter Genoa. You shall not pass. Let me pass. And there's this mustachioed police officer, man. He's like, you can never enter Genoa, not while I still draw breath. So this is the same thing that happened the last city he was in. But I feel like, you know, with those last guys, I feel like, you know, Isaac saying, hey, I'm just, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go to like, a far-distance country country if you just don't get in my way and you'll, like, all be unharmed. Hmm. I I, kind of see where these guys are coming from a bit more because okay hang on yeah hang on don't say I can see where these guys are coming from a bit more when they're literally like go away get on your ship when the ship has clearly sailed away yeah but this is like a a small horde but a horde of monsters who are coming in and uh, taking our jobs (laughs) (laughs) no um, no yeah but it's the same as before but like you know you let these guys into the continent yeah and best case scenario as far as you know they don't kill anyone in your city like they're gonna say but then they're out there roaming the country Side and mm, that's true, and and you do know that Wallachia has just been ravaged by hordes of night creatures roaming the countryside and attacking the cities. True, true. So, like, but they're, he's they're still being deal. unreasonable. But I feel like it's it's a bit more understandable where he's coming from. But it's more like. Isaac is commanding them, right? Yeah. So, if he's like, I just want to pass on through, they can be like, well, as long as you don't fuck with Genoa, that's okay. But you can keep their spears on Genoa them, right? is, of course, the ancient spirit of the Earth in Final Fantasy VII. Ah. Uh, Probably. I don't give a I shit. I don't know. I think it's like Genova or something. No, that's the corporation. No, that's Shinra. No, Shinra is also a corporation. Wait, no, God, no. Oh, my God. Oh, no! Final Fantasy VII is ANCAP. <laughs> It is. What if I don't know anything about Final <laughs> yeah. Fantasy? There's this guy. He's called Sephiroth. He looks like Alucard, and his sword is just as big. They really build some up in Final Fantasy 7 and then in Remake they're like, Yeah, it's Sephiroth. Look who it is. It's Sephiroth. You know who he is. It's Sephiroth. Hey, it's Sephiroth. for like, The entire fucking... Okay, let's keep moving. Anyway. uh, Man, Isaac's like, man, that boat has a great captain. He he managed to trick me into realizing how I'd stopped praying. Me. Imagine that. Anyway, I'm going to kill you all now. Bring me more materials. Oh, yes. And then the horde attacks and he's walking and every now and then they throw just either a a corpse or a a wounded man in front of him and he stabs him with a dagger and they turn into a demon and join the horde which is pretty rad yeah I'm down for it and we cut to like wide shot as every now and then those big red flashes of light go into the sky Mm, it's good shit do you reckon uh, there'll be a bit where where Hector has been brought round in his devil forging for for Carmilla Mm -hmm. and then he looks out the window and he sees like red flashes in the distance and he's like oh fuck Maybe. That'd be cool. It well, won't rare. happen, but it'd be cool. You don't know. It might happen. You humans are all so fucking rude, is what I'll tell the last one of you who asks, why did you do it? <laughs> so Isaac continues his reign of terror, and then... Uh, is that the end of that episode? Yes. yes. And then we're into this t- today's episode. Episode 5. You know, it's funny. Uh, last night Nick said to me, not a lot happens in that first episode, but a lot of good setup. And then we spent an hour talking about it. Well, no, we didn't spend an hour talking about that episode. We spent an hour discussing... We spent an hour avoiding talking about that episode. <laughs> Oh man. It's it's a it's a sunny morning in uh Lindenfeld. The children are playing, there's a guy with a cool moustache and a hat browsing some wares. Trevor's there's A mysterious H carved into a pillar somewhere. Yeah, it's an alchemical symbol. More on that later. And Trevor walks out to like a... Uh, a small secluded alcove. Yeah, and he, he stares down a lonely fox for a while. And it's like, oh, yes, yeah, a fox. And the fox is like, Urgh. did you hear about um recently there was... I don't know. I read about it recently. I don't know how it was. Where is this going? University of New South Wales. People kept getting attacked by a fox. What? <laughs> and it was like, I thought it was a cat. So I reached down to pet it and it bit me. <laughs> Imagine being the person who sees a fox, a long snouted creature that will have a big bushy tail and going, oh, it's a cat! I mean, to be fair, foxes aren't especially common in... Australia. Especially, I'm sure, like, urban Australia. (laughs) True. The fuck is a fox doing at a university? We've got peacocks at UWA and there's deers at one in, like, Queen uh, South Australia or something we have deers no we don't in South Australia's or universe Victoria or something what the hell I mean I know we have peacocks here but that's because like you know we keep feeding them we like bring them in we're like let's feed the peacocks bam and then no, there's that's was... how keeping an animal works yeah yes. and there was that well, there was like the albino one that got it was either sick or it died I did it yeah and everyone was like no the albino one <laughs> And then we replaced it with another albino one, I think. Makes sense. Yeah. Because we need to have- It was least... their leader. <laughs> yeah, we need to have at least three peacocks at any given time. Trevor looks at himself in the uh, in the, the pond and he's like, Looking good, Trevor. <laughs> Looking good. No, he's like, what are you doing with your life? What the fuck is wrong with you? You, ha- you spent all that time trying to stuff down your emotions and now you're having romantic feelings? What's wrong with you, Trevor? You fucking idiot. <sighs> what are you doing? I've been judges there and Trevor's like, how much did you hear? And he's like, Enough. <laughs> And he's like, did you follow me here? No, this is where I come to cry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's accurate. That's very accurate. (laughs) He's like, sometimes you just have to get away to understand the town a bit better, you know? And they drink. It's dawn, but they drink. Uh, And he's like... We talk, and like, I'm not from here, but I I was born here, but then I grew up in the capital, and I did so well in the court there that they sent me here to rule over my hometown. No good deed goes unpunished, Uh, says Trevor. mm, Deep. Not really, pretty cliche. (laughs) And they used to tell stories about the Belmonts here, and they still do, but now the stories end with, and the Belmonts aren't around to save you anymore, so if you aren't good, the monsters will gobble you up. That's... A bit shit. <laughs> I, I don't really like that. That's my family you're talking about, man. Yeah, well, if there were more of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then they look to the sky and they're all like, ah, the past has a funny way of catching up with you, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. Well, back to the town we go, hey? Yep. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's pretty much the entire scene, I think. Just a lot of backstory about the judge coming back and being like, yep, so this is my town. Oh, and also like, Cypher and I were going to go rejoin a caravan, but then we didn't. So we're just continuing on hunting monsters and shit. And the judge is all like, well, that's fine. And then they bond over how much they both hate Saint-Germain. <laughs> Who is Saint-Germain? What a oh. fucking charlatan. <laughs> Seeing seen people like him rolling down, to doing a couple of magic tricks, trying to like get a cushy life. Asshole. That won't work here. The oh, fuck? And then... Uh, <gasps> What's this alchemical symbol on the, <gasps> on the thing here? On the here? Oh, carved oh. in. I'm judge and I know that this wasn't here yesterday. And Trevor's all like, are you sure? Today, I'm pretty sure I'm it's my business to know these things Maybe it was carved in no my No one child. carves wood in my town Without my say so Jesus judge you hardcore um, And then the judge is hissed. So he leaves And then Saint Germain is reading And he's like Aha they have left me alone A crucial error Time to get out my magic rock so he brings out what looks like a coin purse. Pulls out like a little opal or crystal. Yeah, like a little jewel of something. It reminded kind. me of the opal from Genie from Down Under. God. Which when you possessed knew- it, the genie would come out and be oh. like, what's up, mate? Wishes? Oh, God. That's a childhood. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, so it starts glowing and he's like, it's here. It's actually here. Let me just go down these stairs with a big spooky symbol painted on the top. And then he takes one step on the first step and it echoes out and then Pryasala walks up the stairs and he's all like I thought I told you not to fucking go from the hall. Oh, I was just looking for somewhere to piss. Don't patronize me, man. I know you were sneaking around. You were trying to get down the staircase. You were trying to go down our special stairs. You know what? Only us get to go down this staircase. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll go um pee outside then. Fucking right. Go piss outside like the. Century. Piss off. That was a bit. That was a bit much. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't you've, mean to offend you. You've, you've ruined my day. And my disappointment. My disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. (laughs) So he goes outside and then Cypher sees him and he's like, Aha, time to get into mischief. I'm Cypher Bernades, super criminal. Well, well, asshole, how you doing? And she's walking beside him and she's like, hey. Notice you've been in that church a lot, huh? Ah, what's up with that weird church, huh? Ah, speakers, huh? Don't think much of you. (laughs) That's pretty much what he's like, right? That is pretty much what he's like. Yeah, so I suppose you speakers, uh, you know, you go around memorizing limericks. I guess you're not worth a damn. I know you're also a magician, Saint Germain. Oh, now you avert my respect. You know, I have an eye for these sorts of things. I have two eyes, speaker woman. So do I, Saint Germain. I can see you from here. (laughs) Well, well, it looks like we both have two eyes. How convenient. (laughs) We'll see who still has two eyes when the day is out. <laughs> Pulls out a knife. <laughs> anyway, I know there's some big kooky magic shit going on in there and you're all out in there. What's going on, Sentraman? Nothing's going on. There's absolutely nothing going on, all right? There's nothing happening. You don't need to worry about the alchemical symbol for hell on my arm. You know. He doesn't have that. I noticed that there's the alchemical symbol for hell on their armbands and Sentraman's like, mm-hmm. You do, do you? She's all like, yes, I'm a speaker, of course. Hey, I am. stop talking! Look at this, another alchemical symbol on this. <gasps> it's another H. And they interpret it, and they they walk us through it's the alchemical sign for Saturn. Okay, so it is, but then they say it's the alchemical sign also for lead. <laughs> now, do you know how I knew this was the alchemical? Yeah, symbol you for said lead? you said like when we were watching. Oh, that's like tin or lead or something. Yeah, because um. I've playing the Zachtronics game about being an alchemist. Oh, that's the the games that are like... There's like a lot of computer programming and chemistry type ones. Yeah. Um. So one of the things you have to do is like take like tin or lead mm-hmm. and turn it into gold. Right. And it's fucking rad because you just go like, here are two pieces of tin. Now they are like <laughs> iron. Now these two pieces of iron are now turned into like... Steel, Just like in RuneScape. Yes. Whenever I hear the name of one of those games, I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. Then I look up what it is and I realise it's a scan, and I'm like, oh, this is is too complex for me. It's like Molex Sintes and you're like, ooh, yes. And you look it up and it's literally sitting on a computer doing chemistry. You're like, ooh. Lead denoting transformation and redemption and the scythe. Time for the harvest. Ah. This is trouble, right? This is basically then being like, yep, we're gonna redeem you by killing the whole town and sacrificing you to our God. Well, no, 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 no. It's time for Satan's Saturn ascends. <laughs> you know? It's a time, it's like been seven years or some bullshit. And it's just like, so, it's time. So yeah. if it was just specific houses being marked, I would think like they are marking specific people for the sacrifice or whatever. But putting mm. it on the gates of the town has wider reaching implications. Mm. Maybe the gate guards are the sacrifice But we know ones. they're doing some ritual bullshit, so yeah. time we, will tell. We know they have a staircase, a very special staircase. <laughs> <laughs> Cypher speaks a bit more about how, like, we all know the stories of God and we fear him, but Christ is cool. Hey, kids, <laughs> check out this cool teen speaker Bible. Hmm. Cypher, maybe you've got a misinterpreted view of this show is like this show is so angry internet atheist sometimes sometimes but I mean it's good law at the very least the bible is good law oh man it's got some deep <laughs> fucking law did you know that Jesus came back whoa I know where'd he go I don't know if that's ever resolved <laughs> no, like when he like, to come back where did he go first yeah where did he go did he go to heaven did he go to hell did he go back home? And then Trevor's there and he's like, yeah, he went back to, he was like, Jesus, phone home. And then this big onion <laughs> ship came. Um, <laughs> he was, uh, he took Ben-Hur and he was like, ride, boy. it's like, who the hell are you? No, ride. Then Trevor's there and he's like, hey, I saw that mark earlier today too. Suspicious. Let's kidnap Count Saint Germain and take him to the pub. So Cypher and Trevor are all like, so you don't want to let people know that you're some kind of magician. I'd rather speak a bit more privately. Nah, pub's perfect. It's public enough that I won't slit your fucking throat. And Simon was like, he wouldn't do that. But I can kill you with my mind. And uh, Saint-Germain has a great look of like... Uh. <laughs> I what have. I got it myself? See, we thought that Saint-Germain would be trying to coyly manipulate these two. And he tried for a bit, but then they were just like... Fuck you, man. Let's go hash it out. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm a manipulator of sorts. And, like, great. We're, uh, We're going to murder Hunters, you. So. <laughs> I don't like the dialogue in this bit, but I do like the interaction because it's like, the dialogue is very, like, how about we just take a stroll? And it's like, very, like, yeah, okay. Oh, I see bit, what's happening. Yeah, here. it's very, like, generic dialogue. But at the same time, the interaction between them is like, of course, Saint Germain doesn't want to get found out. Of course those two are very, like, I was going to say full frontal in their ways. What I mean is, they're very obvious to me, like, come on, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> but, Meanwhile, yeah. Alucard is sword fighting with Taka and Sumi. And they're all like, oh, I'm so good at sword fighting, I'm Alucard. And he's all, but I wish you'd let me have my bow. No, we're sword fighting today. If because you're... archers run out of arrows and you need to be able to fall back on that. If you run out of arrows, what happens? You pull out your fucking wrench. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> What's and that? It... Uh, nothing. I just made that up. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a Dracula. (laughs) Sword so big, let us get in close. No, you don't want vampires to get in close because sharp teeth. So then Alucard demonstrates by (sighs) getting in close, hissing and then rebuking them away. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, they do martial arts on him and they fall on each other laughing. And he's all like, you've both been killed by a vampire. No, we captured him and made him our slave and we're going to top the shit out of him. (laughs) You guys are terrible vampire hunters. Lunchtime! Ha 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 ha! And that's basically that scene. Uh, Yeah, it's... Worthless. I don't know. Anyway. They're setting up the inevitable betrayal. They're setting up the inevitable pegging of Alucard. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> we know there's some form of pegging happening. W- what if we were just completely wrong? That, that would be so good. And this is a genuine character. They're talking character about it of... every episode. Oh. And, and it just never happens. It's got a, there's something up with them, though. There's yeah. absolutely something I mean, is she happening. is riding him. Yeah. But there's there's something going on with those two that's deeply suspicious. You think so? Yeah, like they have these nice little moments, but at the same time, it's Castlevania. (laughs) Some dark shit's going to go down, right? Well, I mean, if nothing goes down, then Alucard's not really going to be doing anything this season, you know? Yeah. And maybe that's the case. Maybe. Or maybe he'll just be all like, I tried to teach you, I thought I had friends. What is the point of my life? Oh, we didn't actually do the episode summaries for either of these oh, episodes. Oh no, the IMDB summaries. First one, I have a scheme. Sumi and Taka share their history with Alucard. Also, Sasha Main gains entrance to the Priory and Isaac receives an icy welcome in Genoa. Yep, we ticked all of those off. Man... These are so much better than the other seasons. And then this episode, a seat of civilization and refinement. Belmont and the judge discover an ominous symbol. Sasha Mayne's treasure hunt is cut short and Alucard's bond with Sumi and Taka continues to grow. Hmm. What if he just spends all season training them and then they just get like brutally murdered and Alucard's like, oh, this will not stand. I loved them. And then he becomes Dracula. But in a very different way. I thought he would, you know, (gasps) go kill Isaac or whatever. What if, right? What if, get this. What if... Save it for predictions. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. That's right. I got big ideas. In the tavern. Saint Germain's all like, all right, you two. What do you want? Have you ever heard of the Infinite Corridor? Good name. And they're both like, yep. Yep. I heard of them many a time. I'm Cypher. I'm wise. And, and I'm, I'm Trevor Belmont. I grew up in a house so I heard about destroyed that story. a castle using the Infinite I mean, Corridor to summon demons from hell. What were you expecting from either of us? Like, big gasps... Just shock horror. I mean, he was. He pretty or, much says as much. Like, is like, oh, hoping for a big ass shock horror. No, none of that. None of that's going to happen. <laughs> we both know about it. Oh, there's also a good joke of like, oh, Cypher, I didn't know you drunk ale. And she's all like, oh, I'm getting a taste for the rougher things in life. And Trevor's all like, me. She means me. And then she's like, I mean him. <laughs> We're having yeah. fun. Ah, fucking toxic relationship just keeps getting more toxic. She, It's, it's fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> belittling. It's fine. Ugh. She said... It, uh, sorry, Trevor's aunt or whatever it was like... Uh, she said it was a like a door into countless levels of hell. And... Um, That's cool. That's like road-like Castlevania. Yeah. And then Saint-Germain's all like... It is the entrance to countless levels of hell because... Um, you it's know, a portal it's all, to many it's, different it's dimensions. Just, you know, and I once lost someone who I loved dearly into the Infinite Corridor. Mm-hmm. And I will do anything to get them back. You just go across time and space. Uh, there are many different entrances, many different exits... Mm. And one of them is underneath the priory. Ah, And my special rock brought me here. See? See? Look at this rock. And it starts glowing again. Lithomancy. Which, of course, we all know is... Lithomancy. I mean, lithomancy is technically lithomancy. What? That's that's the thing that Cypher says. She's like, oh, lithomancy. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But lithomancy is technically lithomancy. (laughs) Yep. A form of divination by which the future is told by using stones or the reflected light from the stones, most popular in the British Isles. Nice. Wait, the British Isles? Sure. Wait, so this is real. This really happened back in the day. They would use stones to... Yeah, fortune telling. Huh. Oh, right, okay. I thought for a brief moment, I was like, are you telling me that there were like navigators and, you know, dudes on missions and stuff that I mean, were like You know how, like a mancy leaders? is like the suffix applied to like forms of magic and stuff? Yes, yes, but I'm saying like there would... If this is real, that means that someone at some point gave some thought to it and went, hmm, maybe there's something to this. You know, Lithomancy as a general term covers everything from two stone and three stone readings to open-ended stone castings <laughs> utilising an undetermined number of stones. In one popular method, 13 stones are tossed onto a board and a prediction made based on the pattern in which they fall. Which I, had, I had to tell you this, but that's just rolling dice. <laughs> the stones are representative of various concepts, fortune, magic, love, news, home life, and the astrological planets of Curie, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, the sun, and the moon. This is literally rolling dice. Much like how in Pirates of the Caribbean 2, Dead Man's Chest, Tia Dalma, a.k.a. Calypso, God of the Sea, goes, A touch of destiny, and throws rocks on a board. Ah. It all comes back to Pirates and of I the Caribbean. And I know I shouldn't necessarily do an impression of her line in that voice, but I feel like her voice and character was itself so like <laughs> ridiculously over the top and kind of racist that I'm making fun of that rather than... <laughs> I mean, anytime anyone does an accent you're like ooh, ooh we're treading on thin ground but if it's a really good accent that's so obviously done then you can make fun of it that's fine right surely maybe i think it's the opposite i don't, I don't know i don't know anymore But then if it's just someone's normal accent that you're making fun of, isn't that rude? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So But if it's something that's clearly fake and itself bad. So then you can make fun of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. We're on the same page here. For once. Lithomancy. Lithomancy. (laughs) So he shows them the stone. If I'd have known there was a fucking castle in uh, Livonia that your family destroyed with a portal, I could have gone there instead. But no, I had to... Trek across the asshole of Western Europe to Con get on Con some fucking asshole resputants. God fucking damn you both. Anyway, that's that's kind of my whole deal. I'm Saint Germain. Uh, so yeah, he just wants he wants passage to the infinite corridor. And Cypher's like, hey, we want to figure out what's going on in the Priory too. Oh, do you just? And and the creature, the creature that went into the pri- into the into the Priory. What if it never left? <gasps> oh, I feel like we all basically. Yeah, knew that's that. pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, it didn't come but out. So. And like shit. And that's the end of the episode. That's, the end. that's literally the whole app. Yep. All right, highlights and lowlights. Moving quick. Um, My highlight would have to be, I want to say. For all the wrong reasons, my highlight is just that one guard being like, You better leave. <laughs> that and then, poor chump. He didn't know what he was bargaining for. It's just like it's so obvious that he can't fucking leave. He can't go backwards, otherwise there's a sea there, yeah. bro. Just it's being like, entirely unreasonable. Yeah, and it's just like, leave. It's like, I can't I can't swim in this garb. It's like, leave. <laughs> it's like what I can't go back to the I liked when the Fishman shot a fireball out of his mouth. Oh, That's like a Zora times. in yeah. early Zelda. Oh, good times. Um, yeah, but I just enjoy that one bit because it's like, it's so distinctly unreasonable. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Isaac, maybe you're right. Maybe you're okay. I liked the conversation between uh, Cypher and Saint Germain. <laughs> that was my highlight. Where Cypher's all like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm-, I'm here to just be mischievous. <laughs> You're enjoying this chaos yeah. of she, she's She's come a long way and I really enjoy what they're doing with her in these oh, recent man. episodes. Lowlights. Lowlights. Oh. Well, hearing about Warren Ellis this morning was certainly a lowlight. <laughs> um, oh, what's my lowlight? Oh, maybe just Alucard playing with Suki and Tama. It's Taka. Just, sorry, Suki and Taka. Sumi and Suki Taka. Sumi and Taka. <laughs> Almost. Almost, then. <laughs> just like, it just so lame. So fucking lame. It's wholesome, Nick. It's not wholesome. Nothing happens. <laughs> they're just like, we're just attacking one another. Oh, sorry. Got in too close. Now you're dead. Oh, What was the point of that scene? It's building things for later. Ugh. We literally don't know what the point of the scene is because we don't know what they're building for. I to. know. It's, oh, it's so lame. Anyway. All right. Yeah, whatever. That's, my, that's my take on it. My low light is the boat captain leaving. It had to be What's-His-Face. No, it didn't. Oh, but it has to be. No, it doesn't. Grant and He's the pirate captain of the boats of the roads. (laughs) The boats of the roads? I forgot forgot he existed again. Oh, man. It's just a guy. He's just just a a cool guy. guy. Yeah. A cool guy who has a cool boat and he's like, hey, I'm not perturbed by these friggin' monsters. Let's have a chat. I'm not an important character. Yet. (laughs) Yeah, no. He's cool though. I also and I don't think I don't think this is what they're doing with this character, but I also really like the archetype of like the nameless, ageless sea captain who lived forever and just sails a boat. Yeah, yeah. Because he can't remember his name. He's just like, I'm the captain. You're like, oh, I'm the captain now, dog. Nick, what's gonna happen next time? Okay, okay. Here's some theories I got for you. Okay. What if there's a massive betrayal between Alucard and his new friends? Which then leads to an inevitable arc where Hector gets his way. Hang on. How does that connect? But you didn't give me time to fully conspiracise, okay? Okay. So get out my pin-up board and my red string. Right. So Alucard's making friends with these two. They get brutally murdered by bandits or some shit. Okay. I thought you meant they were up to some shit. Oh, no. So now, well, it's either going to be they're going to betray him and peg him, or... (laughs) No, the pegging is good. The pegging is good? Yeah, it's consensual. Oh. I thought the whole point was that the pegging was bad. Why? Of of Alucard's pegging, because Alucard is gonna get pegged. Yeah, he likes it. Like I, oh, I can't have anyway. <laughs> so, um, anyway, Alucard will maybe get betrayed by these two, or those two will die to a bandit. I think one of them will die and/or be vampirized. Personally, mm, and either way, it's gonna make Alucard could just go. I'm sad now. <laughs> God, humans, they're just so frustrating, you know? <laughs> and start building the seed of doubt in his mind. It's like, maybe Dad was right. Oh, I don't think they'll do that. Mm. I don't know. Maybe It's a big maybe, but it could happen. I don't know. Um, you know, he's, just, he's very depressed. He's mm-hmm. very like, I'm so lonely. Hector and Lenore are going to keep having their little chats. And he's like, I will do some devil forging because what the fuck else am I going to do? Mm-hmm. But I mean... I don't know if that's going to happen yet. There's going to be a lot more talk of, you know... There's going to be a lot more talk. Yeah. Of what do you want, Hector? What do you want? And then at some point he's going to be like, what do you want, freedom? What do you want, Lenore? What do you want, Lenore? What if he's going to turn it around? What if the next ep is just being like, what do you want, Hector? What do you fucking want? Uh, I want an army of undead. I think that's pretty... No. What do you want, Lenore? I want to have it all. Well, what if we... Well, come with me. Inside my dungeon cell. (laughs) But like, what we'll if, make a, a nice little home here in the cell. What if Hector starts making a very riveting conversation with regards to, what do you want? I just want this. It's like, well then, let's go make that happen. And they just leave. Oh, what if? Ah. Oh. Yeah. Or maybe Lenore gets angry again. And kicks the shit out of him. And it's like, well, I'm going to take away some stuff because you misbehaved. Well, wow, how did Hector get like a boombox in his cell and all these comic books? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that because you've got the seed of I like whole, I like talking to you, Hector. I mm. like chatting with the the weird little. To human be honest, in the cell, like I, I know they haven't proper started yet, mm. uh, but the whole streaker Girls uh, Empire plot it all feels a bit abstract to me at the moment. Mm, mm, mm. It does feel very like it's been surreal. Four or five episodes now, and they've just talked logistics and they've just talked <sighs> about how much they want to do it over and over again. Yeah, but it's just like. I think the sheer scale of it... It's true. It's a yeah. big job. But also, we already planted the idea there. It's like, they're not doing it yet. Yeah. But they also need Hector for it. Yeah. And that's kind Make. of how I feel about the um, Taka and Sumi thing, too. Mm. Mm. Where it's a bit like... It's kind of in a holding pattern right now. Yeah. The pacing is very strange. Mm. Isaac is just going to walk on through Genoa, slowly make his way to somewhere. Striga. Yeah, but he has to pass Not through... Not more... um, Styria. Yeah, he has to pass through more places first, so he'll probably just murder everyone yeah, there. Yeah, he's got to fight some bosses along the way, level yeah. up a bit. Yeah, he's got to go through, just become more powerful. Maybe he'll actually get an army. <laughs> and then it'll be his army versus Carmilla's army built by Hector. Ah. ah. See, that's what's probably going to happen. And, of course, Hector, Hector wants to pen in and humanely feed on the humans. Mm. And Isaac is is grappling with the, theoretical, the philosophical implications presented to him by the captain of whether or not to kill all humans as Dracula did mm. or to better them previously as Dracula also did. I mean... So that's going to be like the big philosophical yeah. crux of the conflict this season, I, I guess? Maybe. But next episode we'll probably not get any of that. And I'm then get- like Saint-Germain and... Trevor and Cypher are going to have like a big 2001 A Space Odyssey <laughs> lights and colours sequence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just going to be like, can we stop the ritual in time? Or oh, we have to go in and they emerge in modern day, <laughs> modern day Japan. And oh, then the descendants no. of Taka and Sumi are there and Yoko, Yoko Belnare and Soma Cruz. That's right. You thought I would go a whole episode without mentioning them. And Saint-Germain, the time traveller, is also there. What if, what if the entire point of this is that everyone winds up in feudal or modern Japan? Modern Japan, trust me, we're going there, oh season God. five. Oh God, <laughs> it's all coming to it. Everyone's going in their own infinite corridor. Oh my God, amazing. All right, well... All right. That's some ridiculous shit. Yeah. Apologies for the lateness of this episode. No, I don't apologise. Well, no apologies then. We're doing a actual play sesh for the Patreon this month. Mm -hmm. Uh, And depending on how it goes, we may or may not release some or all of it on the main feed just because it is a Patreon bonus. But also I feel like our our Patreon audience and our audience in general is small enough that if we're going to put a lot of effort into something like that, we want to maximise the people who can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. But also I think given that what we're thinking of doing is so ridiculous. Are we allowed to say what we're going to be doing? Ah, uh, keep it a surprise. Okay. We're thinking of doing something very ridiculous. Yeah. So, depending how it goes, it should be very good. We've got, like, three systems on the on the roll right now. <laughs> um, I am also quite disappointed to realise the Warren Ellis thing today. So, mm. I'm going to be grappling with that over the next week, I imagine. You can enjoy works and still hate the authors. I suppose so. Yeah. I just... It feels like we've come so far with Castlevania you know? we're so close to the end yeah. it'd be a shame to just drop it now but also ugh. yeah but again you can like the work anyway, and hate the I offer. will be grappling yeah Warren Ellis like literally going to his house and being like why suplex <laughs> um yeah until next time <laughs> to, to be, be continued, continued.